Welcome to Lesbian Living. This is the podcast for authentic lifestyle for everything LBQ, T, and I. So pretty much, Lesbian Living is an all-encompassing lifestyle podcast for queer women. And when I mean queer women, I'm talking all across, all across the queer spectrum, all across the women queer space. And... And it's solely to help us navigate around everything about the woman's space, everything about the queer woman's space, and and help us constantly have in conversation about about our lives, what's going on with the communities, and so on. <clears throat> so on today's episode, I will be talking about lesbian visibility. Yay! I know. I. I, I did have in mind to talk about um, the second, I mean, like, part two on, on consent and consent being sex, consent being um, consent mattering in our spaces as women, as lesbians, as queer women, as trans women, as intersex women, as bisexual women as well and not and not taking it lightly or rather um, taking every opportunity to emphasize the need for why our spaces need to be clean and free from every form of toxic and body boundaries, sex positivity, and of course, consent are one of those things that the spaces or our spaces are to be concerned with at every point in time. So that being said, again, welcome to the show, welcome to the podcast, show Lesbian Living. 
Usually against intro. Usually against intro. Anyways, um, okay. So we all know that from the twentieth to twenty-sixth was les was Lesbian Visibility Week or Day, whichever one you were, you know, flagging. Um, but yeah, I guess this year, you know, the space decided to make it a whole week cause cutsy of um. The global lockdown, COVID nineteen, and hashtag social distancing, um, and activation of carbon, the spread of the virus. So for us all, or for the countries who are, who are still on lockdown, we we're holding space for you and hoping that. You are engaging yourself in every possible positive way to engage your mind, <laughs> because a lot of us, a lot of persons, are you know already having mental stress before the pandemic kicked off, and. In the situation, has been a lot of things happening now, specifically in the African continent, and by that I am saying across West Africa, particularly in the Nigerian space, a lot of a lot of vices has been going on, a lot of um, a lot of social, domestic violence and social violence have been happening. You know, we're seeing we've seen more of spouse violence. We've seen more of rape. We've seen more of you know robbery and just a whole pile of um, social violence going on and taking place, and all of this are. And all of those who were affected in this situation are women and girls, as usual. And um, that also having the fact that you know, queer people in these spaces who are also, in one way, directly or indirectly, been affected. There's been more suicide um, cases happening as well. And on this note. I just want to say it all matter, and and hold space and send and send our light and love and peace to them all. And so, um, that I'm sure has prompted the whole week for lesbian visibility. And um, giving the community more room for expression and representation of all kinds. So when we're talking about lesbians, we're talking about we're talking about um, fam, butch, stored stems, um, the non-binary spectrum, the fam. Non-binaries, the masculine represented non-binaries. It's just across the entire spectrum of um, 
of the lesbian community. And it's it's a different year. I mean, I think this is one of the years that we have had to celebrate lesbian visibility for a whole week, right? And um, it came with a lot of joy. It came with a lot of more acceptance across the community, uh, labels, non-labels, the stores for stores, fans, stores for fans, you know, everything just encompassing of accepting of all of our preferences and all of our um, um, rights and sexual identity, even still as lesbians. And, um, and, and that has been interesting for me in particular because, um, just watching the different spaces, just, you know, owning the identities and coming, um, in full circle to embrace the versions of lesbians or the versions of the lesbians identification, orientation rather, is important. So, Shout out to everybody out there. Shout out to all the lesbians out there. Shout out to the entire community. And I just want to say I am proud and living out loud for being who I am, for being a lesbian, for being a masculine centered lesbian, non-binary um, person. And shout out to every other um, labels out there, non-labels, um, who are just lesbians, period. That's what, that's what Matt said at the end of the day. Um, so more love, more light, more peace, and um, more growth for us all, individual level and on a collective, also from a collective perspective. Now, back to a bit of consent. I know you always say, Priscilla, why are you so obsessed about consent? And I'm like, because women have been fed too much with the idea that they have the right to be passively, um, passively and benevolently um, abusive to other women's body. And it will shock you how many women do not know that it's a big deal. Like, it will shock you how many women do not know that just because you're a woman and just because you also have a vagina and, and, and breast and whatnot, you do not have the right to, to break the body boundaries of another woman. You know, like, not all women would like you to jokingly slap any part of your bodies. Not all women would like you to make sexual jokes at them. Not all women would like or appreciate you make physical contact with your bodies without them consenting to it. So it will shock you how many women, and when I'm saying women, I'm not just talking about the hetero, no. I mean, obviously, that that is a that is a, a practical example to lay for heteronormity that has been brought or that has been exported into 
the lesbian community now as lesbian it's never ever okay to slap on anyone's body without them consenting it and look and this is the thing because we're all individuals different individual and um our idea or our perspective our what we think or what we perceive as you know proper improper are different and so hence why you know coming in contact with another woman's body has to be deliberately um intended to respect their bodies and their space right and for for an for for a person who has been who has been in an experience where another woman just you know, touches you without your permission, you know, feels the right to want to grab you on the brows or grab you on the ass without your permission, like just randomly or make unsolicited jokes towards you randomly. Trust me, I know how this plays out. And half of the time, women who do this, women who become assaulters, sexual assaulters, usually do not see anything wrong in it. In fact, you're accused of overreacting or accused of being childish or accused of being, you know, everything deflating in terms of them taking responsibility about their improper, uh, you know, approach towards you and non-consenting um, indulgence. I can tell you how this usually plays out in different forms. So it is very important, it is very crucial that we keep this conversation going and we keep it, um, we, keep, we keep the conversation going and we keep talking about it pretty much because we have all focused on, you know, the usual no rape, the, the opposite sex, no rape, consent and everything. And then we, we've neglected the same-sex community over years, forgetting that, you know, we too need to have um, have certain mindsets in place as regards, you know, sexual conduct, consent, and and body uh body boundaries or respecting people's body boundaries and the rest of it because even and is this is not just about you know just the women's space it's just the fact that same sex space just assume all because you know you have what i have you know i can always just peek in into the you i can always just badge in into into your space and have access to your bodies or have access to whatever I, 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 I so pleased to have access to without bothering to check in with you, you know, receive. So it is that passive, it's that passiveness of thinking that, oh, because I, you know, we have, we're of the same sex, so there's no problem, you see. So half the time we get into that whole, or a lot of persons get into that abuse of boundaries and abuse of consent just because they think, you know, they are of the same sex and they do not exactly, um, they are of no real harm to the next same-sex person, right? So it is very important that we talk about it every time and keep ringing the alarm and keep, you know, um, 
holding these conversations about how important it is for same-sex persons and same-sex spaces in community to adhere to consent. Just the way love is love for everyone, heteronormities or the hetero community and the and the um, queer communities, in the same way consent is consent. You do not have access or do not have right to anybody or to badge into anybody's boundaries, body boundaries, or, you know, uh, sexual space. So it's still the same thing carrying on because of what we're all human beings. We're all under the same laws which, you know, says human rights acquire rights. There's no specific special treatment. Whatever right a human being should have is this right queer people should have. Whatever form of, you know, consenting lifestyle, sexually consenting lifestyle, abiding to boundaries, body boundaries of individuals, the same way it carries on or is applicable to every human, the same way it's applicable to the same-sex um, community or persons. And, um, and yeah, and that's for, for consent. And, 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 and for me, is is bringing us to that space where, you know, we all can own, be accountable of ourselves and say, okay, I have just the way a man doesn't have any right to touch my body without me consenting. The same way, I equally do not have any right to touch any woman's body without her consenting me to it. And there we have love, peace, light, and harmony going on, you see? And in my own opinion, in my own individual space, sex is way amazing when there is mutual feeling, where there's a mutual agreement, where there's a mutual, both parties want each other, you know, verbally consenting that, you know, this is what I want. And even taking this conversation further to within relationship is to also know that even while you're having or being in a relationship with somebody, consent is also um, crucial. We cannot, we can never take it out. This is why we need to keep having this conversation over and over and over and over again. <laughs> and um, these are one of the things I am personally keen, of, keen about, you know, for lesbian living is we learning how to live right, how to live just, um, both in soul, in body, and in mind, you know, and that encompassing our spirituality and how we conduct ourselves within our spaces as same sex and specifically as lesbians. Um, so yeah, so even even during sex, you know, you need to be able to communicate what the next person is okay with you doing with your body. A lot of the time, I have experienced where, at, you know, during sex, somebody's just slapped me. I'm like, and I stopped. I'm like, don't do that again. And trust me, at this point, I almost got aggressive. Um, yeah, things my body don't like. I don't like pain. I don't like pain whatsoever. I don't like you trying to be unnecessary kinky. If you know what, if you didn't discuss it with me, do not fucking do it. Like that is my aunt. Do not, do not do it, please. If you know you don't want to help. You know, somebody being in, in the emergency or something. Look, so um, this is very important for me. That's why I tell people 
you need to know me. You need to understand me. You need to read the person you're with because if you read the person you're with, not just how they look but who they are on the inside, we would not miss such things as what they'll be okay during sex. You know, you just don't because you're already having sex with them, you have access to your body, you automatically assume that, oh, because I have access, that means I can do this to their body without asking them or checking in with them. I can do that. I can do that. You cannot. So you always have to ask, okay, so what do you think about this? What do you think about this, you know, kinky sex? What do you think about, you know, this? Not just what they think about it in terms of general um, perception, but also what they think about it for their, for, for themselves. Like, is this something they would do? Like, for one, I personally absolutely would never do threesome. I am not a public show-off person when it comes to my sex life. Um, I am very monogamous. I even do everything. I am very conservative. So things like threesome is are totally no for me. Um, and so, um, yeah. So these are the things, these are the reason why you need to check in with people. These are the reason you need to know people on an individual basis and therefore it takes out any form of assumption for um, during whatever period of time it might be that you know you are thinking to assume things on people um and i mean i know that as lesbians we were first women who were you know free with ourselves some of us who i mean from I don't know any other part of the world, but I mean, this is, I think, applicable everywhere, you know, for those, of, for those of us who went to, for those rather who went to same-sex same schools, I went to a mid school, I never, I know everybody's always surprised, like, oh my God, you were just too gay to have gone to a, you know, to have been, to have had gone to a mixed school. I'm like, uh, well, because, you know, especially in West Africa, I don't know about any other African countries, but I know a lot within Nigeria that that myth around um, people who become lesbians based on the fact that they went to a same-sex school. I remember somebody making a joke about it uh, on Facebook. We, I mean, we're friends on Facebook, and she made that joke, and I got really pissed. For one, it was the fact that I know she is intolerant of um, of homosexuals, and I was particularly inquisitive to like have her share her opinion as a heterosexual woman who doesn't just understand um, gay women or, 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 or homosexuals in general. And I was really curious to know just just share your idea because I don't I think you have the right. I mean, and this is to every other person. I think every other person has a right to not be tolerant of something they do not understand. Um, but of course, at the same time, would not make the spaces of that person host that, right? And secondly, they would not make mis they would not make misconstrued, misconstrued and misconstrued and misinterpreted narrative. Now that is what that was the main reason I came at the lady when she made the post of, oh, okay, so she made the post of, oh, everybody goes, you know, parents put all their daughters into 
um, STEM schools so that they avoid their daughters getting pregnant or meeting boys. And then their daughters all turned out uh, lesbians. Ha, 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 ha. And I really got irritated by the polls because, one, nobody, no lesbian got taunt by going to a same-sex school. That is pure fallacy. Those who became lesbians while in same-sex school was at, was 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 a chance, you know. Chance just happened happening to them that oh, they end up being in the same sex school. Why did we actually get all the way? You see what I mean? Like you didn't just go to same sex school to get converted into being a lesbian. No, I didn't go to same sex school. I already knew I like two and right from three years old. So. You coming with that narrative was so not serving for us. It's so not serving for our community. It's so not serving for our history. It's so not serving for who we are and what we are about. It's so not serving to our orientation and identity. So I, I, I really went on her and called her out immediately. You cannot, you are not allowed. You are allowed to decide what you want to do with your emotions as to an heterosexual who do not tolerate or do not get why people can be gay or can ever become gay. But you are not in any way allowed to create misconstrued narrative about the same people you do not get. So you're going to shut up about it right and go about your business that's it we're all going to be happy one big happy love and light family right so that's the problem i have with people um especially when i know i am big on the whole not labeling labeling everybody as uh, homophobic because hey we all have rights to our emotions and to, to and to think whatever right so um think whatever you're going to think but you do not have the right to misconstrue our stories you do not have the right to misinterpret them you're either going to you know what put your butt down understand this whole thing or you're going to what shut the fuck up about it as well you cannot have your cake you cannot be on both sides you cannot not want to tolerate us and at the same time be the same asshole that's going to be making misconstrued um narrative about us you see what i mean so i did not um i did not play with her making that joke because it was a big big narrative that a lot of nigerians jump at so debunking narrative for me was you know calling out people and immediately addressing such um misconstrued narrative and like no nobody goes to the same set school and get initiated into becoming a lesbian a lot of people who end up lesbians who ended up in same set school were actually it was more like a prayer answered for them because it was like oh my god thank goodness i am here like this is who i am and i'm like oh you know it was more like um a pray answer for a lot of people. So you cannot come and start misconstruing that to what produced lesbians in the community. That I will not take. So, um, yeah, you know, we, we should be basically watchful about these things across um, every space where people are making wrong or deliberately and consciously making um misconstrued narrative to who we are as queer women, lesbians, bi, whatever it has to be, we cannot 
tolerate that, you know. Um, and that for me is being visible as well. You know, I'm not just going to pass and walk past some funny post just because I want everybody to be. I mean, you're going to be, you already do what you want to do with your emotions, right? But you do not have the right to make wrong narrative of me or my community. And for me, that is part of being visible as a lesbian um, and and just being protective of the space and being protective of the community and being protective of the collective of not just myself but also of others. And, and yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty much much either side, you know, the usual, uh, we all get happy and, 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 and give shout out to ourselves and, and being proud and loud. It's also holding space for your identity, for your community, for the collective in places where you see uh, someone deliberately, um, deliberately creating wrong narrative, deliberately misconstruing our stories or misconstruing our identities and misconstruing our communities and that for me is really important so yeah this is it on uh, this episode um shout out again to lesbian visibility i hope a lot of us have been getting all our wishes you know, those of us, those of you who are single and searching, and then, like those who already have partners. At some point, I'm like, mm, you know, a lot of us are like almost beating the wall. <laughs> or just, but yeah, I wish everybody a beautiful, um, even visibility every other day all the 365 days of the year and for those who are still in the closet 